Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Monday, November 7th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Voters in the western half of Missouri's 6th Congressional District say they've always been conservative and used to be able to call themselves Democrats. Not anymore. It's definitely changed. The conservative party's Republican now. We don't know why it changed. We've said the same thing. (laughs) We'll examine the changing politics in parts of northern Missouri in just a few minutes. Students at Central Visual and Performing Arts High School in St. Louis say they are beginning to move forward following a deadly shooting two weeks ago. Many gathered yesterday to pay tribute to Alexandria Bell and Jean Kuchka, the student and teacher killed in the shooting. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports. The mood was somber but upbeat as students, teachers, and parents gathered at the school's athletic field for a tribute to Bell and Kuska. Veronica Russell is a senior at the school who danced with Bell, a good friend. Russell says she and her peers can honor their friend by seeking joy again. This is a celebration! We not sad! We not crying! <laughs> we happy! We smiling! We smiling for Alex! We smiling for our school today! We not crying no more! Faced with tragedy and trauma, students from the Performing Arts High School worked to heal each other by doing what they love, making and sharing art. Dances, a theater monologue, songs. School choral group Voices of Soul performed the devotional song Trust Me while Bell and Kuska's family stood on stage. As the sun set at one end of the field and the moon rose over the school behind the stage, attendees released two dozen flaming paper lanterns into the air. Student Raekwon Strickland says the event was about recovering from their painful loss by celebrating life. We are out here to say we are still alive. We are a school of celebration. We're a school of life. We're a school of vibrance. So we use our gifts and creativity to show the world that Central is still alive. Before the program, students marched near the school in favor of stricter gun laws. Police say the shooter was blocked by an FBI background check when he tried to buy his gun at a St. Charles store, but then he found a legal alternative, buying from a private seller instead. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. In other news, a Missouri judge has blocked parts of a new state law that limits voter registration and reaching out to absentee voters. The law bans paid solicitation of voter applications and requires anyone seeking to sign up more than 10 voters to register with the state. It also prohibits solicitations aimed at convincing a voter to obtain an absentee ballot application. Cole County Circuit Judge John Beatham issued a preliminary injunction Friday preventing those sections of the law from being enforced. He ruled parts of that law limit free speech. Beatham also found the state cannot show how those sections would combat voter fraud. Few political candidates in the Midwest chose to take part in a debate this election cycle. A Midwest newsroom review in Missouri, Kansas, Iowa, and Nebraska shows debates happened in 10 of the region's 19 congressional districts. This follows a national trend of fewer debates ahead of this year's midterm elections. University of Missouri journalism professor Kathy Kiley says declining quality is one reason for the shift. 
to be fair to the candidates, I think the reason some of them have avoided debates is that they have become you-know-what shows. Kylie says moderators need to enforce rules and to make sure candidates actually answer debate questions. Construction on a new veterans' home in Quincy is on track to be finished in the next two years. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports installing a new high-tech water system is part of the project. The aging veterans' home experienced an outbreak of Legionnaires' disease in 2015 that led to the death of 13 residents and made dozens more ill. That was the impetus toward replacing the facility. Troy Culbertson is the supervisor of the home. He says the construction will include a brand new water system with bacterial detection. Technology has been added to this program that we're able to maintain the high surveillance of uh, water surveillance on this project, not only throughout the project, but when it's done. The new 210-bed skilled nursing facility is scheduled to open in 2024, and the 80-bed independent living center will open next year. I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Democrats were competitive in Missouri's 6th Congressional District about 20 years ago. Now, finding a Democrat in public office is more difficult. Carlos Moreno tells us how voters in that district have always been conservative, but the political labels have shifted. It's a Friday night in Stanbury. The hometown Bulldogs are about to take on the East Atchison Wolves. Some fans bundle up in their cars parked near the stadium to watch the game. Others, like Nick Groomer and his wife, tough out the whipping wind with heavy coats or blankets in the small bleachers in this farming community in northwest Missouri. Groomer teaches history at Stanbury High School. With the November elections approaching, education issues are on his mind. He's also concerned about what kids learn from social media and how it informs their political thinking. Groomer says that people who live in the area, part of Missouri's vast congressional 6th district, generally vote conservative. That used to include Democrats, but in this part of rural Missouri, what it means to be a Democrat has flip-flopped over the years. Yeah, it has definitely changed. The conservative party's Republican now. I don't, it, we don't know why it changed. Congressman Sam Graves, a Republican who grew up in Tarkio, about an hour away, has represented them for 22 years. The rural swath covers all or parts of 36 counties where farming and ranching are the leading economic drivers. Byron Clark is the mayor of Claremont, population 160 in Nottoway County. Voters here elected Graves with 73 percent of the vote in 2020 over Democratic challenger Gina Ross. Clark's construction company repairs the trucks and machinery that lets the farmers move hogs, haul grain, and harvest crops. Everybody wants to see our community stay together, see our schools stay, see our kids be safe, and you don't hear the left talk about that as much as what the right does. That feeling that the National Democratic Party no longer welcomes conservative-leaning rural voters under their tent seems to permeate the region. The last Democrat to hold Graves' seat in the 6th District was Pat Danner, who served from 1993 to 2000. Since then, no Democrat has come close since her son Steve Danner collected 47 percent of the vote when Graves first won the seat in 2000. Clark says that's because the Democratic Party doesn't talk to voters like him. The Democrats at the national level, you see the focus on rights of everybody else. They want to stand outside the box and take the extreme. 
66-year-old Harold Bracken is waiting at Jay's Tasty Freeze for his to-go order near downtown Stanbury. It's one of the few places open in town on a Friday night. The Democratic Party leftists. Bracken says people in the area used to relate to Democrats on issues like labor and economics, but he believes they have abandoned that focus for what he calls extreme liberal policies. Uh, the first president uh, 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 president I voted for was Carter, and, and then that's the last time I voted Democrat. <laughs> Up the road in Maryville, Jessica Gracie teaches political science at Northwest Missouri State University. She agrees the Democrats' fondness for social programs and taxes that fund those programs doesn't speak to many voters around her. The Republicans have done a really good job of messaging with rural voters about guns and abortion. And like those have become sort of those two rally and cry issues for rural voters. And those resonate really well with rural voters. And that has left little for the Democrats to work with. I don't want to say the Democrats have abandoned rural areas, but they kind of have. And on a windswept field in northwest Missouri, fans are settling under the lights of Friday night. The last thing on their minds is who might represent them in Washington. College professor Jessica Gracie says that it's likely they won't hear from candidate Sam Graves or his Democratic challenger. Locals all say Graves rarely, if ever, comes to campaign anymore. He doesn't have to. I'm Carlos Moreno in Stanbury, Missouri. That story is part of Making Sense of the Sixth, a collaboration among St. Louis Public Radio, KCUR, and the Midwest Newsroom. It's a series to hear voices from Missouri's 6th Congressional District, which spans the northern third of the state. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.